0: Alright, alright, alright. We're here. New topic today. The Ravens and Earl Thomas. In my opinion, it's like this. You released a guy that got in a fight with his teammate because he wanted to be better. Those are the kind of people you want in the locker room because that's going to build nothing but a bond. And I can speak on that as a former football player and I've seen things like that happen. That is only going to make your team stronger and make them better. At the end of the day, I think it's idiotic. It was idiotic for the Ravens to let Earl Thomas go. And now he can move on to a different system. And and the leaders in the conversation are the Cowboys. And at the end of the day, now there's rumors speculating that the Cowboys don't even want him. So now we run into the issue that um, how in the hell as Dallas, Jerry Jones you don't want Earl Thomas uh, a pro, an all pro safety probably to be the last piece of that Dallas defense to push him over the top Dallas' defense has been pretty good the last three or four years and Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Jalen Smith uh, even though Byron Jones has moved on and went to Miami you got Jeff Heath back there, but if you 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 put up Jeff Heath, Jeff Heath and Earl Thomas in the secondary and you let Awuzie and whoever the other corner may be go to work, Dallas is easily have a top five defense in the league. At, at some point in time, as Jerry Jones, you have got to throw your ego out and you have got to start paying these guys. Earl Thomas is an all pro and he deserves to be on the team at the end of the day. I'm signing Earl Thomas, and I'm putting Earl Thomas on my roster because he's not going to do anything but make the team better at the end of the day. Earl Thomas is a ball hawk, Super Bowl champion. There isn't much Earl Thomas can do. I mean, I know the little incident with Derrick Henry where he turned him around and turned him into a lead blocker. But, hey, it's Derrick Henry. That's going to happen. The 245-pound running back coming down at you full head of speed. What else can you do? But at the end of the day, if, if I'm Dallas, I'm signing Earl Thomas to make my defense better. At the end of the day, because that's only what it's going to do. It's only going to make your defense better. At the end of the day. So the next thing is we're going to talk Celtics and the Raptors. This is a pretty big, pretty big series right here. Um, I'm going to have to go. Ah man, I'm going to have to go Celtics in seven. Just because of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they've been playing very well lately, and um, they're they're going to continue to play well even when the stakes continue to get higher. I'm not saying that the Raptors don't have what it takes, but who's going to guard Jalen Brown? Who's going to guard Jason Tatum? Kimba, you got to throw in Kimba Walker. Um, I know Gordon Hayward's not coming back, so they got to find a way to to play him. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the Celtics and seven just because, in my opinion, they are the better team, and just just looking at how it's matching up. See, Occam's gonna have to do a lot. Fred Van Fleet Van Fleet is gonna do his thing as always. Just like I said, in the offseason, he's gonna get paid like a, a, a max player because, and he's he's been doing his thing lately, and we love to see it. Mid majors hooping like for it like he went undrafted and he, he's playing a, at a superstar level and he's gonna get paid in the offseason. But I think the Celtics too much Jason Tatum and too much Jalen Brown and you gotta and throw in Kimba Walker. Kimba Walker's gonna do what he does. But Kyle Loring is gonna show up definitely. Van Fleet's gonna show up, Siakam Gasol. It's it's going to be a good series, but I got the Celtics in seven. I don't see anybody really running away with it at some point in time just because they're so evenly matched across the board. Uh, but I think the Celtics edge out, and they win that series in seven. Reported from Woes, the Philadelphia 76ers have decided to part ways with Brent Brown. In my opinion... I don't think that was a smart move by the 76ers organization, because Brent Brown has been on board. He, he trusts in the process, um, even though they haven't met any any of those goals, winning a championship or whatever, even making it past maybe the second round. It's it it's more of this. You had to account for Ben Simmons going down, and it's really just Joel Embiid out there. And, and like I said a few few podcasts ago. Joel Embiid has to go out there, and he has to be the best player on the court at all times to even make his team any better without Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons was a big key. I see that Celtics series at least going to six if Ben Simmons was playing, because he could lock on to Jason, Jason Tatum. And, and people really don't look at it like this. Ben, ben Simmons is a really, really good defender. If you check his, you check his stats, and you check his numbers. Ben Simmons is very, very efficient on defense. And I think it's time for Joel Embiid to move on, maybe get in a, a bigger market. I could say go to New York where you can you don't have to struggle to be the best player on the floor because all outright, you're going to be the best player on the floor. So I, I see Joel Embiid not resigning and him testing a free agency. Um, that's just me. But as of right now, I don't think it was very smart for the 76ers and Brent Brown to to part ways. He's been a very good coach the last three or four years. Yeah, they haven't met many expectations, but you know, once you run into these roadblocks, the the Celtics, the Raptors, um, the Bucks, you know, you're you're. It's a difficult stretch of basketball in the East, cause I heard somebody say earlier the East is very, very top heavy. And then from from one to four, and you could throw the Heat in there at five. Um, they're very top heavy, but the bottom half, you know, the bottom half, and you you at at some point in time. Joel Embiid just gotta find out to to move on, and I could see him even going to the Heat and making a difference because you can play Bam at the at the th- at the four, and Jimmy Butler at the three, and then, you know Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, all those guys mixed in that that's a really hard team to beat. But I think it's time for Joe Embiid to move on. The Clippers and the Mavericks. Luka Doncic, the youngest player in, in NBA history in the playoff, 43, 17 and 13. Luka Doncic is, is unconscious at, at some point in times on the floor. He's unguardable and it's, it's just hard to stop him when he gets in the rhythm. And I was watching um a little a little breakdown the other night. It was on somebody's Snapchat. Yeah. People say Kawhi Leonard should be on him. Paul George should be on him. But once you put them in pick-and-roll situations and you let Luka get a switch off on, let's say, Trez or, or Zubox or even even one of the Morrises, like the game winner, in my opinion, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard should have been on them, on Luka. And it, it was Reggie Jackson was just left out there on an island. Reggie is not a bad defender. But that Luka Magic, baby, that Luka Magic and Paul George, pandemic P. We can't even call him playoff P anymore because at some point in time, you can't even find Paul George in the playoffs. He hasn't been shooting the ball well, 21 percent from the field, 16 percent from three. I I personally think there is a, a shoulder issue because if you watch, he, he rises at the top and he shoots. He's stopping about midway now, and I really think there's a shoulder issue in that in that shooting arm. And um, even, I'm not going to make any excuses because he's been missing layups. He, he hasn't been very good defensively. Uh, the, the Clippers got to find a way to bounce back at the end of the day because at the end of the day, they played without Porzingis. And that didn't come to my attention until one of my friends brought it up to me. They played without Porzingis. So, now, it's the issue of when will Paul George, if Paul George returns to his former self in, in these next, hopefully, three games. Because, Paul George, he, he just hasn't been playing very well lately. And, like I said, I think it's a shoulder issue. It's an apparent shoulder issue. Um, so, probably needs to get that checked out. Or, should he probably just needs to sit and rest, if, in my opinion. So I still got the at this point I'm really take the Mavs in Seven just because Paul George Kawhi Leonard can't do it by himself and I would never thought I would be able to say that but Paul George just hasn't shown up and that's just that